0: okay so welcome to the teaching excellence podcast this is um a new adventure for me and jade um we decided we wanted to create a podcast to share experiences and expertise on um, experiences in FE. so um do you want to say hi jade
1: hi i'm uh jade and we're gonna be yeah just looking at a few different avenues together on um, our little podcast adventure.
0: Yeah, so uh, I think it's important to say that A, we've never done this before Mm. and B, um, this will just develop over time and we'll get better at it, we promise. Um, But just to give a little bit of background for me um, and sort of my background and then what I hope to achieve with the podcast, um, my name's Steph Wilkinson, I have been in FE. This is my eighth year in FE. Um, I've taught FE and HE and been heavily involved in apprenticeships for the last year or two, um, but worked in two two colleges, um, science teacher originally and moved to land-based college teaching equine science, um, became advanced practitioner and then head of teaching and learning and very recently changed roles to become director of teaching and learning to carry on my mission of helping teachers to be the best teacher that they can be um, so that we can improve teaching and learning for students. So I suppose my motivation for um, being part of a podcast is to Widen that discussion and open that discussion to the rest of um, anyone really who is involved in FE and who wants to make a difference. Um, Jay, do you want to give your a bit of background about you and what you hope to achieve?
1: Yeah, so um, I this will be my 14th year working in education, wow. and um, I've always worked in further education. Uh, I've worked at two different general um, FE colleges. And my background was in sport, so teaching sport, um, and I now work at a land-based college, which is where I met Steph. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, and I'm kind of about really trying to build a network of people from across the sector who are all looking to make improvements and and really looking to try and improve learner experience is obviously our main focus but also the teacher experience and you know support staff experience of working in uh, education
0: Yeah and I think um, conversations hopefully will just develop and be organic as we go along Um, but what we really want to do is um, interact with people out there so that we can you know drive the podcast and the discussions to be centered around things that people are interested in or might want us to cover so I suppose um we we things will come out of this hopefully so different um initiatives and ideas will hopefully grow out of this eventually um, and we're in the middle of creating a website that will host the podcast and host blogs and things like that but at the minute i suppose if people wanted to interact with us we're both on twitter so my um twitter handle is at steph underscore wilkinson now that is steph with an f so s-t-e-f underscore Wilkinson and people can find me on there. and um, I use Twitter mainly for education. So lots of discussions and um sort of get a good overview of what I'm about, I suppose, from Twitter.
1: Yeah, and mine is um QA underscore matters. Cool.
0: So yeah, people can send us um topics or questions and we will um include those as we go along. But I think um maybe for today we'll just talk a little bit about um I'll carry on just talking a little bit about our motivations so something that's come up for us Jade and I've worked together for the last two and a half years um and I was really sad to move actually and not not work with Jade anymore but um I think one of the things we kind of really had a common interest in was you know creating a culture um of, of excellence really would you say
1: yeah, and I love the way that we come at things so differently from a completely different angle. Me with my kind of
0: quality assurance,
1: mm-hmm. um, you know, quality head and you with your um, teaching and learning head. Mm-hmm. And then somehow we come together yeah. and it all just works. So yeah. <laughs> I
0: love that. Yeah, a dream team around yeah. teaching, learning, assessment and quality, I would say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we have a real enthusiasm, real energy for... Um, Creating a culture of excellence, um, whatever that means in, in different contexts. obviously we have our ideas about what that means, and we'll explore that further uh, in further podcasts. But I suppose for me, just even starting the conversation about that, you know, for me, it's definitely about developing that open, reflective culture um, and really sort of figuring out what works, um, what doesn't work, and it being okay if it doesn't work
1: yeah so it's the ex- it's the expectations of high standards but if 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 those high standards aren't met, it's looking at what what can be done about it to to increase the support or increase the professional development in order for people to be able to achieve yeah the, the you know the standards that we would expect as professionals ourselves, but then not beating anyone up about the fact that if anyone's struggling or yeah you needs know, needs need that. Kind of, you know, everyone takes a different journey through education, mm. and people um, go at different paces as well. And some people are, you know, far ahead of the game in lots of respects, mm. and other people take a bit longer to get there. So it's it's looking at, you know, there's yeah. many different initiatives and strategies that we
0: can. I think we both have that similar approach, don't we? We have the bar's really high with us, but mm. we will really support people to get there. And and the, yes. and the main reason that we the bar is really high is because we want the best for both our staff and our students. Um so, yeah, we have a really i love my job, and I know you do as well Jane. <laughs> um, we have a really nice time at work and have a really you know not without its challenges but um we we love what we do and um i 'm definitely motivated by making a difference um, and and yeah you know ultimately we 're all here for students um, and if we 're if, if anyone 's in education who's not there really to, about the students, then they might be in the wrong job but Um, you know for us it's about we've found a a real interest and passion in supporting staff because it's not an easy job is it
1: no Um, and and yeah and it's having the wider understanding of the roles yeah um so from a quality perspective I would never come in thinking why has this not been done I always know why certain things haven't happened Mm. just because of the pressures of the job Mm. and ultimately it's about you know the learners and if the learners are Getting that experience that they should, and in the classroom, and you know they're sh- making the progress that they should, and they're achieving as they should. That's the main focus. Yeah. And You know, admin, admin tasks, yeah. everyone can improve on, but yeah. it's not, it's
0: not the be-all and end-all of what
1: you know what we're about. So yeah,
0: no, there's so much for us to talk about, um and I think as we go along, um, we're hoping to kind of keep podcasts to about twenty minutes, so people can listen in the car on the way to work or. Um, you know, it, it, when they're out for a walk or whatever, and just kind of have a little think about what we're talking about, but. Um, yeah, there's yeah. so much because uh, so much to talk about and we'll get there eventually. Like staff have, you know, FE um, often there's lots of negative discussion, um, <laughs> there's constraints, um, you know, obviously funding um has been a, a big topic of discussion over the recent years. Um so people who work in in FE, you know, have a really tough job. Um so yeah, we're hoping that we can Contribute. but I think I think as well that's probably why we got drawn together yeah because,
1: because we have a very positive outlook on things yeah. um which I know isn't sometimes the general general uh, view but I love the way that we can always see an opportunity in something and we yeah. can always see how how we can use something to our advantage or to make something better yeah um and I think just bringing that positivity is a really good way and hopefully this is what this podcast will be about yeah. solving problems and kind of looking at new ways of new approaches and new New ways to do things that makes life easier. So I think it's a definite. It will be a definite podcast to set your day up. Yeah, definitely. Have that approach going to work. Yeah,
0: we're all all about the happiness, (laughs) all about the positivity, and for sure. Um, I think maybe just for the second half, then we could maybe just talk about a few things that we've seen or that happen in teams. Maybe just a few examples each. Um that um we think work really well um in yeah. terms of teaching learning our assessment um so um I don't know if you want springs to mind for you um
1: well I'm so fascinated in what makes a team successful yeah. in education that's like a real real interest of mine and how you can have um you know, v- teams that are very similar in terms of say experience and knowledge and Mm. you know academic kind of background Mm. and yet one team will just be able to foster this amazing um, environment in their department where they are all about improving and improving themselves and professionally developing and um, and that kind of rubs off on their learners yeah and, and that it's so hard it's that kind of like intangible um wow factor thing that goes on within teams and I just love like looking into that and and you know usually it's driven from a couple of key members in the group Mm -hmm. um and and you kind of get that gem of a person that can kind of pick up a whole team and and get them pushing forward so um yeah I love Um, I know that we had a a bit of a success story over um, on one of our sites here Mm -hmm. where a coordinator was brought in Mm -hmm. um, to a really underperforming team Mm -hmm. Um, and she had a real tough time trying to get that team to kind of like pull together Mm -hmm. Um, and I know I think it took a couple of years of kind of ironing out things and getting the right people in the right positions Mm -hmm. and um, and kind of like just again setting high standards and just but then hel- helping staff actually achieve those high standards yeah. through clever kind of curriculum delivery and clever planning and um, you know lots of collaborative planning going on yeah um, and I know now that that is the highest performing team in our college Me. Um, students are coming out with um, absolutely outstanding results mm-hmm. uh, 100% you know, achievement and retention across the board. So Mm. I think I love stories like that, especially when it's, it was, you know, it's not always been historically the best, um, best performing team. And then, and then for that to happen, I, you know, just think it's amazing.
0: Yeah. And that's great. Um, I think it's really interesting. There's probably quite a few podcast episodes to do on leadership as well, um, because that's something that you and I have kind of moved into um, yeah. over, over the last few years and I think you know we've been on that journey together where we kind of you know started to ask the question well where do we start how do we how do we um, you know how are we supported and um, how do we now know what to do mm-hmm. in terms of you know a management position um, but actually it's been really nice to kind of develop our own path Um, with different bits of input but actually for me the impact that leadership and management can have on a team and as you mentioned like a couple of really key people who can really influence you know a team and how they come together Uh, yeah for me that's also a bit of a fascination because um, we can't just yeah I suppose leave that to chance yeah you know. and I think
1: that's the value as well that I've always really valued and both you and, and myself mm-hmm. we went through the advanced practitioner role yes um and that was when I first kind of realized my own potential as a possible leader or yeah um, def- definitely developing people mm-hmm. um and that was when you know I think that I just really came into my own as an advanced practitioner in a team and often they are you know really good people to start with for looking at pushing initiatives and kind of um yeah getting people on board with things because they do tend to have that passion and um and that drive yeah so um yeah we both came up through that route and I think that just gives you all the foundations that you need to to know how to get the best out of people because that's what you're trying to do (laughs) yeah so um yeah I think that they're often key you know key to to any successful team but you don't need an advanced practitioner in a team to make it an outstanding team either No, no um, definitely. It's just that mindset i think that's the, the the kind of key thing yeah
0: definitely and there's and there's probably episodes in there about mindset and um, instigating and maintaining change um you know to be moving in a, a positive direction and probably several um episodes or a couple of episodes linked to advanced practitioners because um there's so much to talk about you know we've got colleges all over the country using uh, they have different terms for advanced practitioners but you know ultimately the same sort of role helping to develop people and helping to um develop um skills but tap into potential but also one of the main challenges being helping to try and change people's mindsets at times mm-hmm. um, which can be really difficult so yeah there's probably lots in there that we can talk about especially as we go along so um, both of our colleges are involved in um, one of the national projects with the ETF uh, while well, actually working together as you know so um, yeah. just for people out and so, um, we're part of the ETF uh, funded um, advanced practitioner project which is evaluating the role of advanced practitioners in FE and um, so yeah that's and already you know uh, we're not even halfway through really but um, already there's lots of really super interesting things that are coming out of that and a part of my new role as director of teacher and learning One of my main priorities this year is to review how APs are working here and how we can maximise impact, you know, maximise. Because there's nobody really disputing how valuable those people are, but they but they are often
1: getting squeezed in terms of time and yes. remission and kind of um so it's it's definitely smarter ways of working i think yeah. is is the key yeah. for the atp role in order yeah. like you say to maximize the impact that they have because they can have such an impact and it's um it's it's a real opportunity if, yeah. you know for people to be working it's quite unique that role I think the way that it doesn't sit in management and it has no links to management or performance management of any type yeah Um, and it is all about development and I think that's um yeah it's just a, a real key role
0: yeah it's just so interesting and one of my other sort of key um sort of missions if you like is being the person that leads that team but doesn't always manage that team of APS. Mm-hmm. Um, I see my role as a, a real support role and really trying to help figure out how to keep those people happy. Um, because, like as you said, um, they can. It's a challenging role and they can be squeezed. So yeah, you know, I'm I'm interested and fascinated in trying to develop what would be, um, you know, an ideal AP. Um, training model or support model so that those people feel like they also have support because mm. they're often the people giving out support yeah cause i think the networking the networking is so so important we
1: yeah. um i know well myself and Steph are part of mm. um kind of uh professional networks um the pd north one that we were mm-hmm. in for quality and teaching and learning and and I think just linking up with other professionals in similar positions has been the you know one of the biggest support mechanisms for me in my role as head of quality assurance here um and I think for you know advanced practitioners that's the same they need that link outside of the college so they're not in their bubble um, and they're kind of you know taking taking tips and and having discussions around you know their very unique role yeah Um, but with it'd you know, be interesting to
0: yeah develop that with APs as as to what that would be what would that would look like and that's going to be part of the project which actually this wasn't planned but this no. <laughs> I suppose it's a nice um, way to kind of um, come to the end of I suppose our first podcast which is um, the point that you've raised about collaborative groups because I've got a real interest and a real passion at the minute to look at collaborative groups because I've found them really valuable. Like you said, we've both found that really valuable to be connected to people outside of our colleges. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that the ETF project is doing is bringing APs together to discuss, you know, um, challenges and um uh, support each other with solutions etc yeah. but beyond that one of the ideas that we hopefully will grow out of teaching excellence um, as we go forward is a um, collaborative mastermind type groups that we are going to open out to people out there in similar roles to ourselves. So um, to start with, that will be, you know, so similar roles to us and um, people who are leaders for teacher and learning development or people who are leaders for quality assurance and um, development in colleges and have kind of groups, collaborative groups, online um you know discussions and forum groups where it's a real supportive conversation and um network opportunity where we really get to know each other so you know I don't want that to be superficial discussion I want it to be where we really get to know each other but we kind of really support each other with the challenges that we face
1: yeah I Um, think it does it it helps to accelerate anything that you're trying to do any project initiative anything that you've got it will accelerate the success of it because if you can learn from other people and what's been tried and what's been you know used or hasn't worked or has worked you you don't have to go through that trial and error phase yourself,
0: yeah, so. and there's always um questions to ask um or you know potential pitfalls um like you say, I think it comes from a place where I realize that now in in my position I'm kind of um just the one person in the college that is driving teaching and learning forwards um, i don't do that single-handedly but my role is kind of, there's not lots of me there's just me and similar <laughs> for you Um, there's just you although we're supported and everyone's involved in teaching learning quality ultimately um. but what would be really nice is to form those groups where the similar people who often can be on their own in the colleges kind of really coming together i envisage maybe like once a month um on like a zoom network uh, platform or online just to um, talk about what we're doing but then say um what does everybody think um, yeah. and then everyone can take it in turns to kind of give opinions um challenge offer solutions and like you say I just have a real um I just know that it will help accelerate what we're doing yeah um and, and make um make our energies and efforts really worthwhile and and help us to get past or through some some rough patches yeah I think um, it, it'd be
1: great as well for those that are looking to kind of like um go further in their career yeah as well. if you're not constantly having to go to your line manager or your peers to yeah. ask for kind of support yeah um, it can be seen as you know that you, you're making quite independent um you know decisions and yeah. and things little you know little do they know you've got eight other people that you've been talking to about it <laughs> yeah. so I think that um, yeah it can I I see it as being something that has um a real place in in kind of create creating those networks that yeah and um
0: yeah so I'm excited about that I'm excited um for the website because we'll get some um bits of blogs we'll put the podcast on there and it's kind of a watch this space I suppose just while we get the website um together and then our podcast will be kind of linked to that as well so yeah I think um just keeping an eye on time because we you know that you (laughs) and I could talk for hours (laughs) Um,
1: this is basically a recording of our um every night after we've been at work <laughs> yeah. anyway so this, podcasts are easy <laughs> yeah
0: well hopefully um the quality will improve as we go yeah. along yeah but yeah, yeah no, Um, We hope people will get something from it, even if it's just um, questions that are raised or maybe they want to interact with us just to say, oh, we think it's a good idea to maybe talk about this or bring this issue out into the open. And we'll take those forwards. But we're hoping um, a weekly podcast, maybe just, like I say, 20 20 to 30 minutes um, just to pick people up and um, widen the discussion, I suppose, about FE. So that's all for this week. This was just our intro to the podcast and what we hope to achieve and our motivations. Next week we'll get into the discussions about teaching, learning and quality. Thanks for listening to the Teaching Excellence podcast. Leave us a voice message in Anchor. Tweet us and let us know what you think or what you want to hear on the show. Tune in next week for more. Have an amazing week and be the best version of you.